Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Movie Trivia Schmodown, the quarterfinals of the singles tournament, the ultimate Schmodown singles tournament. It's the one that started it all. And, man, we are getting closer and closer to the end there. Mark Ellis, this is a big match. You've got the Barbarian who's been moving his way up in the tournament against the reigning Movie Trivia Schmodown team's champion, the kid Brendan Meyer. Well, luckily, the Barbarian is on a team of sorts. Well, he's got something on his shoulder named Elvis helping him out with answers. But when you look at the context of this matchup, these are two personalities who came into the league. The fans immediately glommed onto them for whatever reason, and they've had movie trivia prowess to back up that support. But now when you get into a tournament, it's do or die. It's advance. Move on or else you're out of the tournament and you might be out for the rest of your season now. We know that's not going to be the case with the kid. Like you said, he's a team champion currently. Will he be able to make that all the way to the spectacular as a team? Wait and find out. Will he be able to do that as an individual? Well, winning this tournament could seal that fate. Yeah, and the kid right now is just playing lights out. They just had another successful title defense against Lightning Time. Uh, that is two title defenses. He's playing really well. He beat Collins. So... The kid, this a lot of people think this is his year. However, the Barbarian, he had a lot of hype around him when he came into the league. Last season, when he started, it was not maybe as he hoped, but this season he seems to be delivering. So the question is, and it and it is a battle here between the Finstock Exchange and the Mercs. The Mercs having a great season, very close to catching corruption. So the Finstock Exchange would like to put some of the fire some of the fire out of the Mercs, and in order to do so, Barbarian's got to get a win here today. And the kid, when you look at the career that he has had, when it as a fan coming in and being in the crowd, watching, hoping to get a match, losing his first match against Paulo Yama, people are going, okay, I guess he'll be okay. And then he has this run at the free for all, and he winds up becoming part of a legendary team with Shazam, and is the reigning team's champion, and the Barbarian. Can he be the first one to or, or be one of the, the Finstock Exchange who gets themselves, who's not a rookie, to a title match? This is uh, this is going to be a match for the ages here, Mark. Yeah, it feels like for the fans, too, this is the tougher one to pick. If you follow social media at all, which you should join the Schmodown on Facebook on the fan page, there's a lot of debate back and forth as to who could possibly take this match, who has the upper hand, and again, it could come down to just one of those things. Maybe one gets a perfect round in round one. You get that bonus question. That point has loomed large this season already. Maybe it's a spin on the wheel in round two, but there's only one way to find out, and that's for us to shut up and just play the game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown introducing first representing the finstock exchange with a record of four wins two defeats and one knockout this is the Barbarian! There is that classic music by David B. and the Barbarian slowly turning with Elvis on his side. And here it is, the trademark hair flip, the punching of the walls, and there is the Barbarian. Angry Barbarian and angry Elvis. And his opponent representing the quirky mercs 
with a record of seven wins, five defeats, and three knockouts. He is the reigning undisputed movie trivia showdown team champion of the world, the kid, Brendan Meyer. The kid, Brendan Meyer, hell of a season. There is that championship gold that doesn't want to leave his shoulder. Doesn't have to defend that today, but he is taking on the Barbarian. All right, Mark, our competitors have arrived. The kid, the Barbarian, three rounds. What are the rules? They are here, they showed up on time, and now they get treated to the rules of round number one. A round which sees eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia schmodown know how emerge. Each question is worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. We'll ask the question. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever writing surface you prefer. We'll ask you by name or nickname. Please show that answer to your camera the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. You each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match, or as the French say, jeté, that's your repeat. You want to buy another 15 seconds to get that correct answer? Use a jeté rule. You also each have one challenge you may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers. We'll deliver it to our heart's content. Some of your managers might say something ridiculous. And then we'll make the ruling based on your challenge, ultimately being the decider if the challenge will happen. Christian, both competitors got the memo. Please have something to have on your left shoulder. Hey, kid. Right. Are you ready? I am ready. Hey, barbarian. Are you ready? Elvis and I are ready to put this kid to bed. Then let's get ready to schmodown. All right, round number one. Question number one. Gentlemen, here we go. Going to start with horror. What slasher film franchise had eight films released in theaters during the 1980s? That is a lot. It's a good start. I like it. You know, this, this... Dune movie just came out. Now oh. people want the sequel immediately. Yeah, like, green, just everyone greenlit it. Five. It's greenlit. Four. Good. Three. Yeah. Two. I'm happy. One. Pens down. And we start with the kid. Friday the 13th. Yes, sir. And Barbarian. We said Friday the 13th as well. All right. So that is tied up. And now we get to question two. And that's in the category of action slash adventure films. And here we go. This 1993 action film features performances from Art Carney, Charles Dance, Ian McKellen, and F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy there's a Dune too, but it's like, you know, back in the day, we had to wait three years for a Star Wars picture. We still got to wait about two for the next yeah, one. Yeah, be patient. No. Five. Four. It's supposed to be on my side. Three. Two, not this time. One, hands down. And we start with the Barbarian. We said last action hero. And that's correct, kid. Last action hero. All right, it is two, two. And now we get to question uh, number three, movie quotes. Which Disney animated film has the line? I tried to run away and be a good guy, but I'm not. I'm just a bad guy. Well, Christian, if you're not a fan of being patient, then you're probably hating Barbarian's internet service. It's not good. 
It's it's he should be managed by Koi. Five, four, three. We also two, hate our internet service. One, pens down, hands up, please. And we're gonna start with Bar- uh, sorry, the, the kid. Oh, Peter Pan. It's incorrect. And the barbarian. I'm gonna wreck it. Wreck it, Ralph. Yes. So, Barbarian goes up by one, and now we get to the next question, question four. All right, despite Elvis chewing on those fiber optic cables, it is still a one-point lead for the Barbarian. We careen into the category of biopics. Here we go. This biopic, directed by Gus Van Sant, features supporting performances from Diego Luna, Allison Pill, and Josh Brolin. Van Zant, obviously the brother of Johnny Van Zant from Leonard Skinner. Facts. And Ronnie Van Zant, the original lead singer of Leonard Five, Skinner. Four. Three. Steven Van Zant? Two. Thank you. And now we start with the Barbarian. I believe Koi's faction mate, uh, or I believe the kid's faction mate thinks this has a longer title, but it is simply called Milk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the kid. Milk. Correct. It is 4-3. And now we get to our next question. Movie release dates. What year saw the release of the sequels, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, and The Living Daylights? Mark Barron, correct with his little jab. The quirky marks there. That movie is called Milk and not the Harvey Milk movie. Well, I think it was was the Life and Times is what he called it. Five, four, three two one pens down hands up please we start with the kid 1987 yes and the barbarian we also said 1987 correct all right so it is five four five four and now we get to question six question six is in the category of comedies (laughs) (laughs) i've seen that laugh great laugh it's in person great laugh for a point here's the query who plays the lead role of science professor Ira Kane alongside Julianne Moore and Orlando Jones in the 2001 film Evolution? Only RB3 can rival that laugh of the barbarian. Uh, the, the kid with a hearty chuckle on him, but he's, he's still got years. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we are going to start with the Barbarian. We said David Duchovny. Yes, and the kid. Probably the same, David Duchovny. See it there? Yep. Yeah, see it. Six, five, the Barbarian still up here. Perfect thus far as we get to question seven. And we're going with famous actors and actresses. This actor features in the following films. Beautiful Boy, The Dark Half, and ordinary people. You know, I tr- when that movie came out on DVD, I tried to watch Evolution like five times, and I just kept falling asleep. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. I love Duchovny. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with the kid. Timothy Hutton. Yes, and the Barbarian. We also said Timothy Hutton. All right, so Barbarian right now playing with a perfect game. Should he get this question right, then he will get a bonus question. It's question number eight, Mark. And it's in the category of the 1990s, a decade at least one of you was alive during. And here is the question. This Tales from the Crypt Presents film 
Features performances by Billy Zane, Dick Miller, William Sadler, and Jada Pinkett Smith. So far, the way the variant playing great. Has not nice. missed. Kid also playing great. Kid looks great. And maybe I don't love David Dupree. Five, four. I might just like the three, Xbox. Two, one. California Kitchen And pens down. Hands up, please. And we start here with the Barbarian. Was it Demon Knight? It was. Perfect for Barbarian and for the kid. Yep, I had night, but I wasn't going to get to the first one, so nope, didn't have it. All right, so Barbarian up by two. Could go up by three here if he nails this question. All right, so Barbarian, this is for you and only you. Here it is. Which actress appears in the films King Kong Lives, Shadow Conspiracy, and Mr. Destiny? Is it Jessica Lange? not looking for linda hamilton so barbarian misses that one but he's still up by two still up by two and it is an eight six ball game at the end of round one what's round number two look like mark king kong this might have been the first movie I ever saw in a theater round number two works as thus it's the wheel round the wheel of fate doom and justice each competitor gets to spin at that wheel once you settle on a category Four questions will emerge. Each question is worth two points. There's no penny for missing a question. However, stealing, tomfoolery, thievery, it is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we're told is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. Challenges and JTE rules still in effect. It is the Barbarian with a two-point lead, eight to six over the kids. So, Barbarian, you have the luxury. Would you and Elvis like to spin first or defer to your uh, younger opponent? We are big fans of spinning, so we will spin now. All right, so now the Barbarian will go first. Gucci has joined him, and here is the spin. Let's go. A winner spin. Round it goes. Gucci had said quintessential. I think he meant quiz and berry. Robert Rodriguez. So 60 seconds to decide starting. What do you now. think here, uh, Barbarian? Um, I'm kind of thinking I like this right here. You know, we've had a lot of problems with opponent's choice when spinning again. I think this is something. I mean, we had, we had we had a good time with opponent's choice last time. But, yeah, um, we always do. I mean, we, you know, we take that to the Yeah. But what do you the, think? Uh, do you like something different on here, or is this something that you think you could. Uh, you know, rock and roll with. Um, I think we can rock and roll with a. Yeah. Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Elvis and I are. Yeah, Elvis and I are ready to rock with Rob. I'm down. Right. Let's get it. All right. So the barbarian has spun Robert Rodriguez. Here is your first question: Danny Trejo, Enrique Enrique Iglesias, and Willem Dafoe appear in what film from director Robert Rodriguez? Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Two points. Robert Rodriguez is credited composing the score of which film from director Quentin Tarantino? Five, four, three. Multiple choice. Is it A, Kill Bill Volume 2, 
B, Django Unchained. C, The Hateful Eight. Or D, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We get a free repeat of the options. Yes, you can. A, Kill Bill Volume 2. B, Django Unchained. C, The Hateful Eight. D, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We will go Kill Bill Volume 2. And you will be right. Hush, that is one point for the wow. Barbarian. Here is next question. Who stars as Casey Connor, a boy who is the high school's newspaper photographer in the 1998 film The Faculty? He's someone who looks as young as my opponent, Elijah Wood. For two more points. Here is the final question. What is the name of the vampire-killing biker character played by Tom Savini in From Dusk Till Dawn? Elvis would like to know if I'm allowed to say this answer because this is a family show. Yes. It is It is Sex Machine. That is correct for two more points. So, thank you, Elvis. Thank you, Elvis. The Barbarian at the moment is up. It is 15-6 as now the kid will be spinning the wheel. So Mark, obviously, after a good round there by the Barbarian, the kid needs something pretty big here. He's looking um, for something uh, right up there. Okay. So. Spin it again. Same questions. We got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Please just ask those exact same questions. <laughs> Keep looking for something. Uh, Festival Darlings. Festival Darlings. 60 seconds to decide. Um, I think this is as good a bet as any. I think we can just roll with this, see how it goes. I, I really good about don't it. think there's any. You know this more than anyone else except maybe PJ, and you would have the answers in front of him. I think this is 100% yeah. you. Let's, let's see what let's see what these are. Let's do it. All right, Mark. So now the kid will be answering some questions in Festival Drum. All right. This will be fun because there's four questions. Each one's worth two points unless you need multiple choice. And the category is Festival Darlings. And I'm asking them to a Festival Darling, Brendan the Kid Meyer. Here we go. Brendan, for two points, your first question. Which Fast and Furious actress played an aspiring boxer in the 2000 film Girl Fight? Michelle Rodriguez. And the kid is on the board in round two. For a sec, I was like, Fast and Furious is a festival, darling. Your next question. For two more points. <laughs> what 2000s indie comedy hit features the characters Kip, Uncle Rico, and Deb? Napoleon Dynamite. John Heater having a birthday not too long ago. That is correct for two more points, and the kid is having the kind of round he needs thus far. We now arrive at his penultimate question in the category of Festival Darlings. Here it is. Which actress received a Best Supporting Actress Oscar nomination for her performance in the 2016 film Moonlight? Naomi Harris. The kid is cooking. That's two more points, and he has cut the lead to three. He can cut the lead to a mere one point as we head into round three if he can get this final question right off the bat in the category of Festival Darlings. Here it is. Directors. Shari Springer-Berman and Robert Pulsini 
cover the life of Harvey Picar in what awards favorite? American Splendor. The kid did exactly what the game plan laid out by his manager was, Christian. He aced round two. Perfect in that category. Got eight points and cut the lead of Barbarian to one. Yeah, he cut it down to one, but Barbarian still has a one-point lead going in to round number three. It's the final round, Mark. How's it go? It seems like you ask me this just about every day. And in round number three, I have the answer. Well, actually, you have the answer, at least when we ask you to give us a series of numbers. Each competitor needs to give us three numerals. These integers correspond to unique categories, Showdown Mystery. Your range is 1 to 20. Once we get those, that's going to give us our question topics. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is three points. And your final one, five big points. It is still one-point lead for the Barbarian. So you have the honor, or Elvis has the honor, to give us your three lucky numbers first. From 1 to 20, what feels fortunate? We'll go 15 for our current score. 7. 8. 15, 7, and 8 for the Barbarian or for the kid. I'll go 1, 9, and 4. All right, Mark. So our competitors are back. We're going to start out with the two-point question from the kid. He got category one, family films. Hey, he selected category number one. He picked that. Now he yeah, didn't know it's it was going to court. It's on me. <laughs> family films, but that is where we land. And this question could give you the lead outright, kid. Are you ready to go? Yep, let's do it. Then your question in the world of family films is as follows. What is the title of the first film in the Muppets franchise that was released back in 1979. The Muppets movie. Is really? Incorrect. Oh, oh, yeah. Looking okay. for the Muppet movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, that was just how I thought it was. All good. All right. Pains so to make that ruling. So, no, 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 it makes sense. I've always thought it was a Muppets movie. Weird. Anyway, it is what it is. All right, so the kid I wasn't, missed wouldn't have that gotten one. that if I thought about it. Now he needs to get his three-point, and it is category nine, and that would be martial arts films. All right, so we go from family movies to martial arts films, and here's the question. For three points, and once again, to achieve the lead, What basketball star plays Yah, an eccentric arms dealer in the film Double Team, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme? Dennis Rodman? He's a pretty great rebounder, and I don't know about his acting, but he's in the movie, so that is correct for three points. And Christian, just like that, now it's a two-point advantage for the kid over Barbarian. Now Barbarian has no hope of a TKO. He's obviously still winning the match, but he's got to answer some questions. Yeah, Barbarian needs to answer his two-point question here. And that comes, sorry, it was category 15, the 1990s. All right, again, I know at least one of you, Barbarian, was alive during the 90s. Can't speak for Elvis, but here is the question. In the category of the 1990s, Bill and Ted go to heaven and hell in what 1991 sequel? 
Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Well, it did seem like Elvis saw that one in the theaters. That is correct for two points, and here is where we stand. It's a tied ball game. It is 17 to 17. The Kid and the Barbarian deadlocked in round three. So we're going to stick with the Barbarian here, who has an opportunity to go up. Should he hit this question? Category seven, Matthew McConaughey. All right, Matthew McConaughey it is. And your question. Matthew McConaughey provides the voice of a character called Beetle in what animated film? Kubo and the Two Strings. It's a three-point lead for the Barbarian. We go back to the kid for a five-pointer. He's got to have. Yeah, at least at the, the, the Muppets thing didn't matter. <laughs> Would have still been down. It is 2017. 2017, the kid has to hit this. He's got to hit this question. If he does, it bounces back and forces the Barbarian to hit his five. However, if he misses, the Barbarian will be going on to the next round. All right, kid. Category four, coming of age. Coming of age films, they've inspired us to believe in love. As foolhardy as that might be. Your question for five points, kid. And the lead, the Force Barbarian to hit his five-pointer. Here's your question. What famous actor had an early starring role as a teenager named Chris, who struggles to deal with his best friend's death in 1988's permanent record? Four, three. Repeat the question. First one. All right, you have two JT rules remaining. The question What famous actor had an early starring role as a teenager named Chris who struggles to deal with his best friend's death in 1988's permanent record? Five, four, three, uh, repeat two. Repeat the question. Is this the last one? Second one. That's the second oh, one. Second one. You okay. still have one remaining. The category is right. coming of age films. The question, what famous actor had an early starring role as a teenager named Chris who struggles to deal with his best friend's death in 1988's permanent record? Five, four, three. You get one more. Two. Last one. Uh, John. All right, that was your okay. final JTE rule. The category is coming of age films. The question for five points in the lead: What famous actor had an early starring role as a teenager named Chris, who struggles to deal with his best friend's death in 1988's permanent record? Five, four. Uh, I don't think I have George Clooney. And your winner, advancing to the next round, the Barbarian. Yes. A big win by.
by the Barbarian here. Statement win, Barbarian. Statement win. Taking out the teams. And as the Barbarian said on his board, Keanu Reeves was the answer. Barbarian advancing. Finstock exchange advancing. Taking out the Quirky Mercs. Taking out the team's champion. And to a lot of people thought maybe potentially the favorite in the tournament, the kid. But look at this. Now the Barbarian headed on to the next round. Congratulations, gentlemen. We'll see you in the winner's circle with Jen Sturt. That absolutely was a statement win. I, I can't disagree with Gucci there. This is, he didn't, he got the lead and he never looked back. This was a, this was a really good, this was the barbarian that everybody talked about when he was coming into the league and he kind of got off of the, the, the rookie, the rookie mistakes and he's starting to play like a pro and he seems confident minus the the bad internet other than that he looks he looks pretty it looks pretty good yeah i hate when you and i both have to agree with gucci but it did feel like a statement win in this late yeah. match see i mean look you're talking about season eight and you're trying to say okay well where do all the chips fall who's competing for player of the year who's competing for all these awards who still has a chance to get the spectacular well barbarian just put on a championship level performance because christian that's what we've seen time and time again season after season what do champions do they get a lead and they never relinquish it that was the attitude of the barbarian here and it paid off in the form of a huge w over a worthy opponent yeah and now the barbarian awaits tomorrow's matchup who will win between janine the machine and dan merle whoever it might be the barbarian will be waiting for them but now a very very excited gucci and a I guess, very excited, Elvis and the Barbarian. Jen? Congratulations, Gucci. I know we were talking the other day about the wins that you guys needed to have, and you needed the Barbarian to go far in this tournament, and you needed this win for standings. How does that make you guys feel, knowing that you're one step closer to being more in the hunt? I mean, we put ourselves in a predicament for this. I mean, we, we threw our best out on the table, Follow the game plan, and the game plan is, sh is showing through. Um, you know, the barbarian, like I said earlier, this is a statement win for him. You know, he had a cup. He any every single person he's played since coming into the league is a top five player. Mm -hmm. This man has not played any pushovers, not one. Gives it his all, and I really feel like he's rounding in to the player that everybody thought he was going to be when he first came in here. He showed that today against a worthy, worthy opponent. Absolutely. And I think while a lot of people have been touting your rookies, it's like the Barbarian has been having this sneaky, quiet, amazing season. Why mm -hmm. Why do you feel like he's flown under the record so far and like why people will consider this such a statement win for you guys? Well, I, I think, you know, ultimately, you know, he had a he, people thought he was IG for a second. But this, you know, regular, regular trivia is this man's, you know, forte. IG, he stepped in because we had nobody else at the time and he, he was very formidable. But people were like, oh, maybe he's not that good, this, that, and the other thing. And it took, you know, we, Biani had to have a perfect game to beat the man, you know, and McQueenie, same thing, basically. Um, but, you know, the truth is coming out now. And, uh, you know, everything we said is coming to uh, fruition. And to beat the Mercs here was huge. Uh, we, they're, they're ahead of us in the standings. We cannot uh, let them gain any more ground on us or give them more ground, I should say. And uh, he didn't do that today. This was a huge win for the Finstock Exchange. Probably the biggest one of the year so far, in my opinion. And that's really saying something for the Barbarian because look, he's had wins over Alonzo Duralde, Paulo Yama, and now the kid. Uh, did you guys have any doubts going into this match? And how did you prepare for someone like Brendan Meyer? Barbarian? You no, know, we didn't. We never doubted ourselves. 
The whole internet community doubts us. The whole Schmodown community doubts us. But the Finstock Exchange knows what the price is. And we know that we are better than every other faction out there. And we mm -hmm. know that Elvis and I are on our way to the tournament finals where we will face in all Finstock finals with our faction mate, Griffey Downtown Nooms in the opposite order of the name I said it incorrectly. Yes, but that's right. That's 100% right. That's what we do. We, like I said, game plan. We're sticking to it. That's our story. Well, we're sticking to it. You still have to get through another round before that can be a possibility. So let's talk sure. about that. You have mm -hmm. Janine, the machine, or Dan Merle. I feel like either way, this is going to be a, a heftier match than people might have originally thought, just because Janine has been playing out of her mind this season. And uh, let's face it, Dan's Dan. How do you guys prepare yep. for that going forward? You know, you you would you would think that you would think that we're going to be outmatched yet again. Everyone would think that we were outmatched, like they thought we were outmatched against Brendan, like they thought we were outmatched against Oyama, like they thought we were outmatched against Santa Claus. We are not outmatched against anyone. We spent a lot of time with Dan Merle, the fake goat, on our faction mm -hmm. last year, and we learned that the true goat was John Roca, and funny. we look forward to his elimination from the tournament. Whether it be at the hands of Janine, that machine, or at the hands of these hands. Mm-hmm. The rock hands. You know, Jen, people, like I said, doubted us this whole season, right from right from the get-go. And uh, we had the plan, you know, and the confidence. Uh, and we're executing. When, you know, we execute like executioners. We What we have to do here is like we were saying, no championship matches, gain as many points as we possibly can come tournament time and watch the tournaments fly. And we're going to sit back and I firmly believe we'll have two, possibly three matches in the spectacular. And if we can do that, we might run away with this whole faction thing. Well, uh, I guess we're just going to have to see how this one plays out for you, Gucci. Uh, thanks, mm -hmm. for being, thanks for being on time today. That was a first. Uh, anyways, congratulations on a well-fought victory today, gentlemen, and best of luck in the next round. Hey, Harloff, why don't you get Roka a match, too? He's the real goat. That's what everybody comes to see. You can take him off screen, now. Yeah. The real goat. We're done here. Well, you get Gucci, obviously, both he and Roka and everyone have been asking, get Roka a match. Let one last ride. Get Roka a match. Spectacular. I haven't decided anything. Grace hasn't decided anything. No, no one's decided anything yet. So we you haven't heard anything. Roka. I mean, no, not a thing. Nobody's, nobody's talked to me. I can, I can honestly say that. In we're, not, we're not talking about that right now. What we're talking about is the fact that Barbarian is going on. He's going to play. Either Dan Merle or Janine the Machine will find out very, very soon. So now we move on over to. Mr. The Kid and Koi Jandrew, who are standing by with Jen Sturge. Well, absolutely heartbreaking loss. I'm sure this is going to be one of those ones that comes back to haunt the merch. I mean, Brendan, honestly, it just comes down to that two-pointer. Even even after the like not being able to be perfect with him in round one, it literally came down to to just not knowing the two-pointer and the five-pointer in the last round. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess 
I guess the two pointer didn't really matter because it did it. It did it. Yeah, I was. I guess. I guess. I'm but I mean, it's still it still a bummer. No, no, it's still a bummer. I mean, I'm just saying that for myself, so I don't uh, try to like, remember that. No, uh, look, the the only thing I feel like I truly did wrong um, on the record Ralph question, uh, I I was way caught up on classic Disney. I ran through as many of those as I could think of, and that that happens sometimes, you know, where they ask Disney and you immediately start going. Man, is it Pinocchio? Is it this? Is it that? And and you forget that it could just be Wreck-It Ralph. It could just be one of the the modern uh, Disney films. So that was that one. I don't think I was going to get even with a repeat. Unfortunately, the Demon Knight thing just as time went out, Knight kind of started to click, and so I'm like maybe a repeat. I get there. So that's the only takeaway. I should have trusted myself a little more. I know I couldn't have gotten the perfect round, but I should have fought for it. The flip side is then the Muppets thing probably would have cost me the match and I would have been really upset. So maybe I got a little lucky. Uh, but no, like... it was just a tough day. It was just a little off today, just small margins. And the five, I had no clue. Do you feel like playing behind from round one kind of just got in your head a little bit at all? Uh, not not once round two. No, I felt really good about round two. I felt good that I cut it to one point. Um, I'll have to go back and really be honest with myself and decide if if the Muppets movie thing was something that I needed to take a little bit more time with, I think I just had it misremembered. Uh, you know, I just think I just had that S added there, uh, maybe thinking of the 2011 one, thinking that was riffing off the original Muppets movie. Um, so, but I, I'll be honest with myself, I'll, I'll, I'll replay that back and think about maybe I got a little bit too eager, but I don't think so. I think that's just what I thought it was called and it's a bad mistake. And I think a year ago, I might've said something completely different. Uh, it just that's how what I thought it was uh, today. And that five, I feel fine with knowing that I was never going to get it. I tried to think through as many famous actresses as I could. It just was tough because I was thinking about Brad Pitt. And then when I repeated the question, we all like, are 88. But yeah, but then I was like, 88 is too, 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 too early. Or I, no, not Brad Pitt. Who was I thinking of first? I can't remember. I was thinking of some, oh, oh, Tom Cruise. I was thinking oh. of Tom Cruise first. But then I realized the, the date was wrong because he would have already been a bigger star. So then I tried to go through Pitt, but I knew that wasn't right either. So unfortunately, by the time I thought about Matt Damon, but that didn't seem right either. So by the time it got to the end, I just I went with Clooney, but I wasn't really confident. And Keanu is somewhere along that line. Maybe I would have got to him if I had seven repeats. But uh, <laughs> I, it was going to be an educated guess. I'm proud of the way I fought through it. And it just wasn't my day today. Like I said, these these were stuff in round one. I'm usually a good round one player. These were the kind of things that were just like I said. Demon Knight have heard of it. I knew what they were referring to, and unfortunately, I should have trusted myself more. But I guess if I was always saying the Muppets movie and always missing the five. It just was my day. I have to ask, were either of you impressed with the way Barbarian played today? I mean, uh, you were one of those heavy favorites throughout the entire tournament. So I feel like this is going to be one of those results that leaves people a little shook. I mean, I'm impressed, but not surprised. I mean, I've always uh, seen Craig's potential. I remember, his, I believe he played a perfect game in his first match. Uh, and he came through with Paul Yama. You know, that's a big, a big win. And uh, he got it done. And look, last year, Bibbs had to play a perfect game to beat him. And... Based on the numbers he had today, I think I may have had to play a perfect game to beat him in regulation. He only checked him multiple once. So look, he got he got something great on the wheel. So did I. Uh, and it was just sort of, uh, unfortunately, round one. Like I said, it's round one really did me in. And I guess that missed two. But like I said, it's really just round one did me in today. I was just a little off and he he had me on those two. So uh, I'm disappointed, obviously. I, uh, I'm sure I'll be even more disappointed as I think about it because it's another opportunity gone in singles. But it is what it is. I, I, you know, it is what it is. I'll, I'll learn and come back next year. Quay, you look like you were going to add something. I just, I want to say that all I ever want as a manager is to make sure that they improve season to season, match to match, is I want everyone on my faction to improve. And he just broke down exactly what he saw live. Like, we just finished. 
like a minute ago. He broke down exactly what he's going to adjust, exactly what he's going to change. And I would argue season seven, six would have been a different, would have been messed up from, from round one going into round two, and he wasn't. So that's already a giant leap in gameplay. And the fact that, you know, we, we had a stumble in, in one, I didn't feel like I needed to adjust him for two. I was confident in two, and then he like, didn't even hesitate. He had those twos going into three, and it would have been anybody's game. And I'm kind of honestly glad that he had no idea about the five. Like, cause that gives me the confidence that he isn't gonna be restless for the rest of the year thinking about how what would have been, what could have been. Because at the end of the day, we would have had to have gotten that five to win anyway. So the fact that the five wasn't coming at all without seven GTEs meant, like, to me, that that gives me peace of mind that one of my players has peace of mind that I know frets over this stuff. So he's improved constantly. He knows where he made mistakes, which means he's going to play even better. And at the end of the day, he's not going to kick himself because we never doubted Barbary. He might win this whole thing. And the way he That's played against Bibbs means it would be a worthy win. It wouldn't be a fluke. So we went into this like it was a Merle match or anyone else. He's worthy of that kind of fear. And he's the Barbarian. So I want the kid to rest easy knowing no matter what he might have done different, no matter how those GTs got used, Keanu Reeves wasn't coming. And that's awesome. Like, I, yeah. at the end of the day, peace of mind and growth is all I want for my players. That's why I always Wait. pick the same numbers because I that was always going to be the five. And so I could have played perfect. And if Craig had known his five, I would have still lost. So you know what? I tried my best. I fought. I should have fought for that one point. Other than that, I'm at peace. Well, you mentioned I... Bibbs. You know, you still have to face off again with the Finstock Exchange with Nooms, like who's playing absolutely ridiculously right now. So I have to ask, like, how do you stop the Finstock Exchange at this point? I mean, I think this is great because I would argue at the beginning of the season, they were the favorites, maybe them in the dungeon, but we were the, I mean, I just found out the other day that Gilmore thought we'd end up last. So I got, yeah, I got words for that guy. But at the end of the day, it's, we're in negative two to in the top three. Like there's not a lot of people left to be contenders to win this whole thing. We have the most negatives in the entire league. We've got the most negative on any bracket, KOs and knockouts, uh, TKOs of anyone. So the fact that it is us versus Finstock, it's an honor. Uh, I know uh, Gucci's got his eccentricities, but it works for him and he drafted really well and he's played really well. And it's an honor to be, you know, really, really going against him at the end of this. And the fact that we're in the final three, uh, maybe four, depending on how things go. I haven't looked at the thing today, but we're in the last of this. And at the end of the day, I'm so proud of my team for growing and they're going to play better next year. If we win this thing, awesome. If we don't win this thing, uh, I mean, we'll see you next year. We're going to keep coming for you. So uh, Newman is personal, but only as personal as it gets because my boy Josh, but we'll see how it goes. So the good news is this, you know, you're still in spectacular. You can have a title match to become the only second team in history to defend three times. Does this loss actually kind of help you prepare for that and motivate you? Uh, I think I think so, because it means I can, you know, start preparing right away. I mean, now I'm, I'm not, I mean, like I said, I wish I'd been on that run. Uh, it's, it's not like I'm like cool, but uh, yeah, I don't, I would have had to play like two more matches. It also means that night my focus isn't split either. Um, hopefully Bibbs is, hopefully Bibbs is playing in that match now that I, I'm not. But, uh, you know, I, I, my focus won't be split. And, and yeah, hopefully I can be a little sharper uh, for that match than I was today small margin I, but but I, I feel like I learned a little lesson here about maybe if I could maybe maybe just use that repeat I was the repeats didn't help much in the five-pointer so maybe use the repeat on that um and and, and so just because I had heard of it two lessons is is trust yourself but also like replay in mind like we talk about and 
at the end of the day, you wouldn't have gotten this anyway because the five pointer. So go into this at yeah. spectacular as fresh as having a full winning season. So this is honestly the best case scenario. If we were gonna lose, I'd rather lose to someone like Barbarian and I'd rather be off something like Keanu Reeves in a movie from 88 that I haven't heard of. Like that's a worthy five point question. It's not Wesley Snipes. Totally. No, 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 it's okay. It's uh no, it's great. Look, I mean at the end of the day, that's that's one of these things I, I felt like that was such a big win over lightning time. The year with um with Shazam has been really mind-blowing, overwhelming, especially, you know, just collision and 5150 and everything. And so just to get to be a part of Spectacular being live again as well is uh, is really, really special. And uh, I wanted it all, but you know, my Schmodown Cup is also pretty full this year and I have to be thankful for that. Absolutely. Well, tough loss today, gentlemen, but uh, I'll still see you at Spectacular. Well, Jen is absolutely right. You will see him at Spectacular. The question is, will you see him at Spectacular? You have an opportunity to do it. If you get those tickets, the SchmodownLive.com, December 4th, downtown Los Angeles. And what an event it is shaping up to be. We are almost at the end of this season, but the kid will be there. He'll be trying, as Jen mentioned, only the Patriots before Shazam have defended the title three times. The Shire Wolves defended twice. Can the Shazam, who's already defended twice, can they do it for a third time? We're going to find out. But Bibiani, Mark, he's still got an opportunity. He's got a match coming up against Griffey Nooms. He's got a big match. And you talk about downtown L.A. Well, Bibiani focused on downtown Griffey Nooms as of right now. What a matchup that's going to be. And maybe it's just I'm a prisoner of the moment. Maybe I'm just thinking with rose-tinted glasses about this particular tournament. But we've seen some great matchups yeah. with some of the best competitors in Schmodown history in this very tournament. And that just keeps on chugging along. We're down a kid, but the Barbarian looks like he is just running ramshack through this tournament who is he going to match up with next is it going to be dan merle is it going to be janine the machine a lot of stars in this tournament and there's only going to be one winner and that winner will have earned their ticket to the movie trivia schmodown spectacular december 4th all right so thank you to our great team here over at skybound to the finstock exchange to the mercs to jen sturger to everybody thank you guys so much and we'll see you next time When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.